you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. NFL Now is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. We are nine days away from the 2023 NFL Draft. Coming up momentarily, what Scott Fitterer, the GM of the Panthers, had to say today. Holder of that number one pick. Have they made a decision Bring that to you shortly. Also coming up, one of the best tight ends in this draft. Where does Luke Musgrave think he's going to go? We'll ask the former Oregon State tight end. He'll be with us live coming up shortly. First, however, huge news. Just amazing news today out of Buffalo. 109 days after suffering cardiac arrest on a field in Cincinnati, Damar Hamlin is not only back in the building, he's not only back with his team, but as the Bills open up their offseason program, Phase 1, Damar Hamlin is cleared to be a football player again. No limitations. He is back as a defensive back with the Buffalo Bills. You know, first I want to just start with just saying I'm thankful and I'm blessed, you know. Um, I'm blessed to have a wonderful medical staff and a wonderful, uh, wonderful trainers here um, who, who treat me with the care of their children. Um, and that tender loving care just gives me confidence, faith, strength, um, just all the wonderful things, you know, just to keep going in this journey that I've been on so far. Um, with that being said, also I would like to just say how thankful I am to have wonderful coaches and teammates here in Buffalo that just allow me to grow mentally, physically, spiritually each and every day. Um, so many different aspects. I learned so many different things from from my coaches here, my teammates here, you know, the vets here. Um, I'm always learning here. And that's just a, that's a, a wonderful environment to be in and to be around. 
Um, with that being said, over these last few months, um, I've been on a journey and I've seen, you know, some of the top professionals across the country. And their answers to me were pretty much all the same. They were the same. And this event was life-changing, but it's not the end of my story. So I'm here to announce that I plan on making a comeback to the NFL. Um, what... Uh, so the diagnosis of pretty much what happened to me was basically commodio cortis. It's a direct blow at a specific point in your heartbeat that causes cardiac arrest. And five to seven seconds later, um, you fall out. And that's pretty much what everyone's seen January 2nd of this year. Um, commodio cortis is the leading cause of death in youth, in youth athletes across all sports. So that's something that I personally will be taking a step in to make a change. Um, and also with that being said, you know, the, all the awareness around CPR and the access to AEDs have been lower in that number as well. Just amazing. Oh, such great news about Damar Hamlin, who turned 25 last month, 25 years old, said, yes, he did suffer commodio cortis 109 days ago, January 2nd on that field in Cincinnati, but he is cleared and Brandon Bean made it clear earlier today, it wasn't just one or two or three doctors. It wasn't a vote. Every doctor he has seen has cleared DeMar Hamlin to return to playing football for the Bills as they return to their building this week. More on this coming up a little bit later. And more on this as well. The trade that Tom Pelissero told you about. Breaking news here that the Rams are on the verge of moving Allen Robinson to the Steelers. It's not the big free agent contract last year. Allen Robinson caught only 33 balls last year in an injury-filled season for everyone with the Rams. But he could soon be joining the Steelers. Tom and Mike with us now. Tom, tell us more about this one. Andrew, if all goes well with the physical for Allen Robinson, he is expected to become a Steeler. This just one year after Robinson was one of the big free agent prizes, signed a five or three year deal with the Rams worth upwards of $15 million per year. The fit just never really worked out for Robinson in LA. And obviously, the Rams are now entering a different mode in terms of their roster. They released Bobby Wagner. They, of course, trade away Jalen Ramsey. They gave permission to Allen Robinson some time ago to seek a trade. More recently, then, the Rams and Steelers have been engaged for a couple of weeks now. The Rams gave the Steelers permission to bring in Robinson, put him through that physical, and as long as they're comfortable with the results, Kenny Pickett's going to have a new weapon. It's Allen Robinson, who is still only 29 years old. And a couple of years ago in Chicago, he had 102 catches for 1,250 yards. Doesn't seem that long ago, but Allen Robinson, if he can get back to that form, it's a huge pickup here for the Steelers. Meantime, let's get back to the number one overall pick, nine days away from now, owned by the Carolina Panthers, owned by GM Scott Fitterer, who had his pre-draft presser today. I feel really good about going from nine to one. Um, I'd hate to be at nine right now trying to figure this out. We have our the last kind of group in today. We have the coaches, you know, Wednesday and Thursday of this week, and at that point, we'll get together and kind of make that decision. But there, we've got some clarity through this process. But at the end of the day, if there is a disagreement on one quarterback or the other, is it you? You have the final say, so you have the final pick. 
No, I, do. I'll, I look at it as Frank and I will make that decision. Um, I, I don't anticipate that at all. You know, I haven't yet asked him yet, but we were laughing the other day because it's becoming clear for us, you know, maybe a certain way that we want to go or, you know, who it, who it may be. And they were laughing the other day, Tom, because they have some clarity on who they're going to take in nine days. It is two guys who both know how the movie ends, and they just aren't sure if the other guy's seen it yet and don't want to give any spoilers. The feeling within the league in recent weeks has been that, in all likelihood, Alabama quarterback Bryce Young is going to be the Panthers' selection at number one overall. However, the Panthers committed to running a full process here, and that continues today with C.J. Stroud from Ohio State and Will Levis from Kentucky both in Charlotte on their 30 visits. That's part of the process the Panthers went through again with all the top quarterback prospects going to their pro day, meeting with them there, then bringing them in to Charlotte to go through the entire car wash. In Bryce Young, outside of the size, you have one of the cleanest, safest prospects regarded as within the league coming in there uh, to take over potentially as Carolina's day one starting quarterback. At this point, Uh, Fitterer said he's not said anything to Bryce Young about who the pick is going to be. However, Young several days ago canceled his remaining pre-draft visits. A pretty clear sign that if somehow things fall apart, worst case is going number two to the Texans, who he also visited. But again, feeling within the league has been Bryce Young is going to be number one overall. Well, what you take from today's press conference, I believe, what I did anyway, is that this spring stuff matters, right? The pro day matters, the combine matters, the meetings matter. And that's what Scott Fitterer said, as well as Dan Morgan, the assistant general manager uh, today in that press conference was, yeah, we've got the stuff on tape and we've scouted them in person in the fall, but now it's time to really get to know them as people, not just players. And that's what Bryce Young really excelled in uh, when he had dinner with the Panthers before his pro day, as well as meeting with them uh, various steps along the way. And really wowed them with what Fitterer talked about without mentioning Young directly, obviously, uh, talking about the presence that they have as well as the retention. You give them things in the meeting and you see if they can spit it back to you and they're able to process it. So Bryce Young certainly aced all of those tests along the way uh, and has really cemented himself as the likely number one overall pick, even if Scott Fitterer wouldn't say it at his press conference today. But he did say that it is it is fun and exciting to have the number one overall pick, and he wouldn't want to be at nine, in his words, quote, trying to figure all of this out. We are nine days away, however, from them potentially taking a quarterback award number nine for what it's worth when he last played college football. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Tom. Stay right there. we got some other news coming up shortly. Let's do a little more, though, on this one. Omar Ruiz back with us. Cam Wolf as well. Cam, what do you take away from the Scott Fitter or Dan Morgan presser today? Yeah, Andrew, this is a franchise-defining pick for the Panthers, and they seem convicted on their guy. And talking with people in that organization around the league, it appears it will be Alabama's Bryce Young. But Fitterer said, hey, we're going to take it through the rest of the week. They're meeting with C.J. Stroud and Will Levis today in the meeting rooms, and then they meet with coaches, and then they finalize their decision there. But I thought it was interesting listening to Fitterer mention his time in Seattle with Dan Morgan when they were in the front office in 2012, and they took Russell Wilson in the third round. Every time someone asked him about Bryce's Bryce Young's height or weight, he brought up Russell Wilson as an example of why it really doesn't matter. When someone asked him about his height, he mentioned that, well, Russell Wilson had three passes batted down coming out of college, and Bryce Young only had two. And Dan Morgan came in and said, look, you got to take more than just size in account. 
is how he sees the field. When talking about his weight, Fitter brought up that, hey, Russell Wilson was 206 pounds coming out of college. Now he's 220. And so we, and he used the term we a few times in Bryce Young, can help him nutritionally to help him improve that mark. And they also raved about how genuine Bryce Young was in that meeting. And I thought it also was interesting to hear just how collaborative this effort's been. He singled out Dan Morgan as assistant GM, but also the director of scouting, Cole Spencer, and his offensive coordinator, Thomas Brown, as key people as far as this decision. And so, yes, like Tom and Mike mentioned, it does seem like they know the answer. But they're going to keep a little bit of suspense for the NFL for maybe another week or so. Yeah, Cam, speaking of Thomas Brown, the offensive coordinator, he's been on the job since mid-February, obviously at February 17th, specifically when he was hired, they didn't know who their quarterback was going to be. They didn't hold the number one pick in that regard. So I asked Brown how they've built that offense, not knowing specifically who their quarterback is going to be. And he told me they're bringing over the Colts offense that Frank Reich was running last year in Indianapolis and taking it down to its bare bones. They're also taking the Rams offense that he brings over from Los Angeles, taking it down to its bare bones. And then they're merging the best and most complementary parts together in order to teach and build from there. Obviously, they have big-time firepower in the offensive meeting rooms with Jim Caldwell and Deuce Staley and Josh McCown, James Campen. They're all collaborating, putting that offense together. And Brown told me that depending on who the quarterback is, not going to d- depend on their scheme, their system, not going to change that much. That might affect the play calling eventually, who can consistently throw into those tight windows downfield, how accurate they can be, all that sort of stuff. But unless you have a Lamar Jackson speed or a Kyler Murray elusiveness or a Matthew Stafford arm like he had in Los Angeles, that cannon, that really can change a scheme. They'll be similar, whether it's Andy Dalton starting week one or that rookie quarterback, whoever that might be, nine days from now, they'll know who that quarterback will be that they're sliding in there into that offense that they're uh, building collectively there in Carolina. And Will Levis and C.J. Stratt, as we said earlier, are visiting today, both visiting on the same day, which, which might be a bit awkward. Fitterer was asked, have you gotten calls about trading to one? In other words, would you trade back out? And, and he didn't seem inclined to do that, but he did say that philosophically it is his job as a GM to always answer the phone and always to listen. And yes, the phone is rang, but yeah, that's likely not going to happen. They're on the clock, and they will make that pick in all likelihood in nine days. All right, thank you, Omar. Thank you, Cam. Let's get back to the insiders here, Mike and Tom, and bring in the other quarterbacks. I mentioned Levis. I mentioned Stroud. Mike, where's Hendon Hooker going? Hendon Hooker, who is currently visiting the Washington Commanders, which makes a lot of sense, right, because it's a team that doesn't really have uh, certainty at the quarterback position for the long haul, will visit the New York Giants who seemingly have certainty at the quarterback position for the long haul, having just signed Daniel Jones to an extension. But the Giants are doing their homework on every possible prospect, including guys that they need more answers on. And Hooker is one of those because he is coming back from an ACL. So he's had a busy slate of visits here as teams are trying to get as much information as they can on his potential recovery. I'm told that actually is going very well. So it's not like it's going to be a red shirt year for Hendon Hooker here. So uh, some team at some point is going to say, look, there's enough talent that we saw on display on the field last fall. And we feel good enough about the medical that we're going to take this guy potentially in the first round. I don't know that it's going to be the New York Giants, but they're certainly going through the process with Hooker. and We'll bring him in tomorrow. All right, let's uh, transition here to the Browns. Uh, not, not the team in Cleveland, but the twins that played last year for Illinois. We saw them both at the Senior Bowl. Mike Sidney is a safety. Chase is yes. a running back. 
They are both very good. They are both going to be drafted. Are they doing visits together? They, well, they're doing this one with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They are visiting. And keep Tom on the screen because earlier I ran my first version of this tweet that I was going to put out by Tom and Ian. And Tom red flagged that He said, nah, too much thought into it. I, I was going to tweet that the Buccaneers previously drafted a player who was a twin and it worked out pretty well. And then Rappaport, by the way, said, who are you talking about? Who, who is I it, talking? Andrew? I was talking about Rondé Barber. Well, right. Well, I'm sorry. I just Ron, gave it, okay, gave it away. Anyway, yeah, he yeah. knows. Sure. I figured it out, but it was right? a thinker. Yeah. It was a thinker. Back, yeah, Tom's back like, back it, up it's Twitter. It's tw- yeah, you sorry. clear your tweets with them? Sometimes, like if I'm typing it up and I'm trying to make it more exciting, right, or make it funny or just, you know. But Tom was like, like, no, like an editor, you aren't going to think to, about to pu- it. Punch up the writing. Right. Okay, Tom was like, no, you got to think about it. It's Twitter. There's no thinking on Twitter. And I was like, you know what? Well, there is That's no, a yeah. good point. Anyway, Sidney Brown right. and Chase Brown both visiting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm looking at these guys as potential day two into day three picks. You know, we're going based on the projections right now. But you're right. They are good players. Uh, who's going to come off the board first? Eh, maybe Sydney, I would say. Uh, so we'll see what the Tampa Bay Buccaneers wind up thinking. And if they draft themselves a twin again in the hopes that maybe he'll make the ring of honor there in the stadium in the Hall of Fame one day. I see what you did. Meanwhile, yeah. in the first round, Jalen Carter, Georgia defensive lineman, one of the fascinating prospects in this entire draft in terms of exactly where he's going to go. He is on a 30 visit today with the Lions. Tomorrow we'll head to Atlanta for a 30 visit with the Falcons, which means that Jalen Carter will have visited all the teams drafting between the number five pick and the number 10 pick. His agent, Drew Rosenhaus, told teams drafting lower than 10 that Jalen Carter would not be visiting him. As Rosenhaus said, that was because he's very confident that Jalen Carter is going to go in the top 10, despite some of the concerns that teams have had with Jalen Carter. That is not limited to the car accident that took the life of a teammate as well as a team staffer, Jalen Carter, implicated by police as driving another car that was at the scene and potentially was drag racing. That was just one more thing on the list for teams to check out because there have been plenty of questions about Jalen Carter in terms of his approach on and off the field. It's a complicated type of evaluation, certainly not unique to this draft class here, but we shall see. There will be a lot of attention, probably after only the quarterbacks. Jalen Carter may be the biggest story in terms of exactly when and where he ends up on April 27th. And he will be in the green room there, as you mentioned, in Kansas City nine days from now. Tom and Mike, we thank you, our NFL Network insiders. And now some horribly sad news that we got this morning about Chris Smith, the former Brown, the former Jaguar, the former Texan, the former Bengal, the former Raider. Man played eight years in the NFL. We're reporting is dead at the age of 31. It was announced by his agent, Drew Rosenhaus. Don't know how and why. Don't know the details. Played most recently for the XFL's Seattle Sea Dragons. Chris Smith was 31 years old. Here's his former teammate today, Miles Garrett. Chris was one of the, the, like, the kindest like, players and people that I, I've ever met. You know, he was willing to get, give his shirt off his back for you. And uh, he was always a great like energy, and just you know, person to be around in the facility, and outside of the facility, and uh, you know it's just it's just you no know, hard knowing that you know people like that can just go at any time. Do you remember a couple of years ago, uh, Chris Smith 
lost his partner, his girlfriend, Patara, a car accident on the side of the road in Cleveland. And now Chris Smith is gone as well. Russell Wilson says, RIP to Chris Smith, praying for your loved ones. Leaves behind a little girl. And from his former teammate, David Njoku, rest in paradise, Chris Smith, hometown hero and a brother to everyone, such a kind soul. This is heartbreaking. Again, Chris Smith, eight years in the NFL, was 31 years old. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Bryce taking a shot and is able to get it away complete. Bryce Young threads the needle. What a strike. Stroud fires deep down to the end zone and it is grabbed in the end zone. C.J. Stroud. Wow, what a throw. Young down the middle. Touchdown, Bryce Young. C.J. Stroud still running. Stroud on the move, flips it across. Right on the money. Here goes Bryce Young into open field. Guy is good. I'll tell you, he's got a nice arm, huh? Strad doing what he loves to do. He'll load it up and cut it loose. Throws a dart. All right, Traeger's got a mock draft, everybody. Version 1.0. He's got Bryce Young at number one. He's got C.J. Stroud at number two. Not a stunner. Uh, but what is interesting is he has the Colts taking Stroud at number two. The Colts and the Texans swapping four and two. And... And then Tyree Wilson, not a quarterback, going forward to Houston. They take a quarterback later. Um, we'll get to the Texans coming up in a second here. Brian Baldinger back with me. What do you think, though, of the trade? 
the Colts feeling the need to go up to two and the Texans feeling the need right there to pass on on C.J. Stroud? Well, first of all, I love Shrakes. And, you know, he's is he a, is a here? true – I'm just going to give, you know, Shrakes a pop here. Okay. Because I know how hard he works yes. behind the scenes, asking all the questions like a reporter. Like, he's working. So some of this stuff definitely has some merit. But this is also a giant crossword puzzle. So I believe the Colts are going to take a quarterback. I believe they may even trade. It surprises me a little bit that they're going to trade with Houston, but I can see where Shrake's off. And he takes C.J. Stroud there. I think there's a position of need for the Texans. And so the first move of taking Stroud number two by the Colts makes sense. But, you know, you also, the Texans still need a quarterback. So with his mock, he's still able to get Will Levis, which means he knows how to play the crossword puzzle game when you do these mocks. So that's good. And then... The Texans get Tyree Wilson, which makes a lot of sense. Um, he doesn't have to go very far from uh, Lubbock, Texas, uh, down to Houston uh, to go get fitted for his uniform and his bucket and all that kind of stuff. So that would help build this Texans defense, which desperately needs some help right now. Yeah, look, it's interesting. It's interesting that you take Tyree Wilson there at four. It's also interesting that Levis then gets through the quarterback needy teams right. at seven and at 8, and and at 12, I'm sorry, at 11 as well, but he has the Titans taking a different quarterback yes. at 11. Um, look, there's a lot of moving pieces here with the quarterbacks. He also has Anthony Richardson at 5, right? Yes. So you sign Geno Smith, and then Pete Carroll basically puts Anthony Richardson on layaway for at least a year, Baldy. Yeah, and I, and I saw that move, and I understand what Trey's is saying. Quarterback of the future, let him watch Geno, then Seattle gets their quarterback. But I, I'm just of a different belief. Maybe I'm different, but talking to Pete, talking to John Schneider last summer, this year, like they really like Geno Smith. And not just for a one year rental. I mean, they really like the way he played 30 touchdowns, 11 interceptions, the way he led them into the playoffs. Um, they really like Geno Smith. And look, the contract, I understand these contracts can be altered or they can get out of these deals pretty quickly if Anthony Richardson strikes gold. I just feel like on this mock, they would pass on Jalen Carter to take Anthony Richardson. And just understanding how Pete wants to build a team. Like, he's going to build it by running the ball and strong defense. And Jalen Carter makes that defense a whole lot stronger and so that's where I, I differ with Shrags on that pick at number five to Seattle. Yeah, he has Jalen Carter going six here to Detroit. Remember, Brad Holmes has two first-round picks, like the yes. Seahawks have two first-round picks. As Philly guy here, do you buy what Schrager has, and a lot of people do as well, that Howie Roseman would actually take a running back, an exceptional one, granted, in B. John Robinson at 10? You know, they're a running first team. It, it, the, the talent is there to take him at 10. Howie has never done anything like this. Miles Sanders was a second-round pick. Good player. Had a great season last year. He plays for the Carolina Panthers now. Um, they have always been a running back by committee for just about, you know, since Robert Montgomery was there. It was the last true running back that wasn't a committee. I, I just don't think Howie sees 
the value, even if it's a great running back, of taking a running back at that at that number when his history says just keep building in the trenches. You're never going to go wrong building in the trenches. And he's going to pass up either a good defensive or offensive lineman to take Bijan. I know they signed Rashad Penny. I understand his injury history. Boston Scott, the guys that they have there. I just think it would be totally out of character for Howie Roseman, who's done a great job in Philadelphia, obviously, to take Bijan at that pick. I know we're going to talk more about Bijan later and look at some of the film because his film is just ridiculous. The words really don't do it justice. you got to see on tape some of the moves he makes. But when you look at, like, the second half of the first round and you say to yourself, wow, like, imagine the Cowboys with Bijan Robinson. Imagine, imagine the Bengals at 28. Sorry, Joe Mixon, with Bijan Robinson. Like, the possibilities of those good teams, the playoff teams, at the bottom half of the first round having a shot at him – is pretty fun. The Eagles, as a Super Bowl team, have a shot at him in the top 10. Good stuff. Brian Baldinger, thank you, sir. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't me? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, everybody, we are nine days away from the 2023 NFL Draft presented by Bud Light. Greatness is on the clock. Live April 27th through the 29th. NFL Network coverage is presented by Verizon. Additional coverage on ABC, on ESPN, on Deportes, and streaming on NFL+. Schrager's got a mock draft. Chad Ryder's got a mock draft. Everyone's got a mock draft. Let's look at Chad's mock draft 2.0 in the second round. The second-round mock drafts are where guys really make their money. Not the players. They're getting four-year contracts. They're well-paid. I mean, 
the guys picking here and doing these mock drafts. So let's take this and let's take Schrager's mock here and start with you, Jeff. Give me a name that isn't necessarily in the first round, but you think should be. I'm going to go with Jalen Hyatt, the wide receiver from the University of Tennessee, Charles Davis's favorite school, and I'm a modder. I think he's a phenomenal player. He's a big play waiting to happen. Got great speed, but he's also not as well-rounded as some of these other receivers in the draft, like Quinton Johnston and Jordan Addison, Zay Flowers. And I imagine at some point the numbers game affects him, and he ends up probably dropping in the second round. But I think he's a first-round talent, and I think whoever gets him is going to get a hell of a player. Yeah, Jeff, I'm going to go with uh, Jameer Gibbs, running back from Alabama. Um, And I know the NFL is in this I hate running back phase. You can see it in the contract values where you see some of the top backs having some uncertainty there. But I'm here to tell you that running backs do matter, especially ones with elite skill sets. And I I talked with a scout for a team picking in the back half of the draft this week, and he said that he loves Gibbs. He said, I'm I'm a B. John Robinson guy, just like the next man. But Gibbs is the modern NFL elite back. His versatility, his fluidity as a chess piece in the offense, as a receiver. Um, He only had 530 touches in college. Ran a 4-3-6 40-yard dash, and he gets a lot of Alvin Kamara comparisons. And so you're not going to hand him the ball 30 times in the middle of the field, but that's not what teams do with running backs these days. And so I'm looking towards the back end of that first round, and I'd love to see a team like Buffalo. Josh Allen has talked this week about being a quarterback first Football player second for the first time in his career. Gibbs would help a lot there. And maybe in Philly with big bag Jalen Hurts taking a little bit off of his load as well. One of those teams that need one playmaker to get them over the top. Maybe Gibbs could be the answer. Yeah, Jameer Gibbs, Zach Charbonnet, some of these other guys here. Uh, again, they're very good backs. Bijan Robinson is just so exceptional that we're not talking yeah. about the other backs necessarily in this class. Baldy, give me a name, a first-rounder who, who you don't think is, or a guy that you think rather should be going in the first round, mm-hmm. but maybe some others do not. Uh, I'll go to Madison, Wisconsin. Keanu Benton, the nose tackle, defensive tackle from the University of Wisconsin. I, like, you know, his size and ability and what he's done in the Big Ten translates to the NFL. Like, he eats double teams the way I enjoy big, you know, double cheeseburgers. I mean, he's <laughs> He does that really well. <laughs> the question really remains with Keanu. If he can get to the first round, is he is he a, a three-down defensive lineman? Can, can he stay on the field on third down? Can he push the pocket? Can he give you some interior pass rush? There's only a couple guys that we, you know, we talk about all the time, you know, with Chris Jones, Aaron Donald, um, you know, J- uh, Javon Hargrave. I mean, there's some elite guys that can push the pocket and do what uh, Keanu does. But if he can – if he can convince a team or team that he can be that guy on third down so he doesn't leave the field, his value is going to go up and he could get into the bottom of the first round. He didn't have any offers out of high school. He was going to be a carpenter. And then Wisconsin saw him, gave him that scholarship. He went to Wisconsin. They also gave him a camera when he wasn't practicing, and he kind of became the like unofficial team photographer there in Madison as well. So he's a man of many hats. And he could be a first. He was a great wrestler in high school, too, Andrew. Keanu Benton, there you go. That as well.
NFL Now is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility.